the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred, but we we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on worldnetdaily.com, wnd.com, on Olive Tree Views, LifeSite News, on barbwire.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to order my book, which is written especially for teens, now in its second edition, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. You can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Perhaps you have heard about the scandal involving a young boy who dressed as a female and performed for adults at a bar in Lancaster, Ohio, a couple of months ago. So what's the background on this? And is there anything we can do to protect our children from this kind of corruption? Is there anything legally, legislatively, uh, and we go forward in the future? What can we do about this trend? So here to talk with me about this and much more uh, is somebody who's been speaking out on this and is a rising political star on the scene in Ohio. Melissa Ackeson was a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate from Ohio in 2018. She has a background in human resources, labor relations, and co-owns a surveying firm, and much, much more, and is a mom and wife and mother. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Melissa. Thank you, Linda. It's good to be here with you. Well, first of all, for those who may not have uh, kept up with what you're doing. Give some uh, background on why you decided to get into the political scene at all and start being a commentator on these issues. 
most people, uh, when they think about me, they think about Obamacare. And I had an opportunity to meet with both the president as well as the vice president, members of the cabinet and administration with the Trump administration as it related to being a small business owner, having children uh, who live with a genetic disorder, as well as my own rare bone disease, and the obstacles that came along with the Affordable Care Act, which obviously was much more than just a government takeover of health care. Uh, it was also a stifling of economic opportunities within the state of Ohio, the small business owner really having to uh, shift our, our business operations, how much income we were able to bring in, all in a desperate attempt to keep our children and our families covered with health insurance. So mm. when people think of me, they normally think, oh, this is the lady that was in Washington talking about the Affordable Health Care Act. Um, but I was actually involved in political issues much earlier than that. In fact, as a human resource professional in the private sector, I had an opportunity to work all over the United States and even internationally for different projects. Um, so I had quite a bit to say as it related to our entitlement programs here within the state of Ohio and their impact to not only the small business owners, but to the labor population in general. And that's really how I started to become involved, mm -hmm. meeting with my state rep, talking to elected officials about the, the ridiculous uh, entitlement proceedings that allow for a better economic opportunity for people to, in fact, stay home versus increase their productivity in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, there's a host of things that threw me into the political arena, but to give you a snapshot, that's, that's kind of what it looks like. Well, that's really interesting. We could have a whole program on, on all of that, and perhaps we will oh. in the future because, yeah, you have a you have quite a depth there that we could, um, we could use. But uh, you decided, you heard about this situation in Lancaster. So for the few, I, I'm sure most of our viewers have heard something about this, but give us a quick background on what happened and then and then your, you know how you got involved in commenting on this sure on january the 27th around three o'clock p.m i received a message from a friend via facebook and was tagged on this post that featured a small child um very young boy looked about to be about my son's age uh, was dressed in a pink leotard outfit with black fringe trim uh, had high heel booties on, and at, at first I thought it was a parody page or a joke page. Um, so the more that I actually started digging in and looking at these photographs, I realized that there was actual video of this event. And it couldn't be any more clear, uh, if, if possible, that it was definitely a, a young child found out that it was a nine-year-old boy who was performing not only in Lancaster, Ohio, but all across the state of Ohio, performing as a female entertainer or a girl entertainer uh, for the audiences of men and women in establishments that were uh, bars serving alcohol uh, at, at off hours in the evenings where you would traditionally expect to see uh, adults in those type of environments. And in this video, you can see the child uh, doing air, you know, gyrations and humping and kicking up in the air and collecting cash tips from, from drunken adults in the audience. Uh, went further to see that this child had a promotional page that was ran by his mother. Uh, on this page, you can see adult men in particular is what, what I noticed right away, commenting on this child as though it were a, um, an adult performer, very mm. provocative comments, very uh -huh. sexual comments, not even sexually suggestive, just all out sexual in nature. And so that's when I found out that this was actually happening throughout the state of Ohio. Now, 
I knew I had an obligation. I was a former U.S. Senate candidate, so I had already developed this following, and I've stayed involved as a political activist, uh, a pundit, uh, a commentator on conservative matters. So I knew I had an obligation not only with that platform, but as a, as a human being, a mom, a wife, uh, to speak out and to do something. So that's really how this all, all snowballed into a circumstance that we're at today. Uh, we're unfortunately in this country. We're now at a position where I had to uh, work with state reps, and I worked with, believe it or not, a lot of single dads in the Fairfield County area, Lancaster, Ohio, to do an informal investigation, document this, get the get other folks involved in, in law enforcement, and now a House bill has been introduced as a result yes. to make sure that children are performing. Yeah. Now tell us about, okay, it's House Bill 180, uh, Representative Tim Schaefer, who's down in the Lancaster area. So tell us what you know about this bill. Sure. So Tim Schaefer, he's a solid guy, good legislator. Um, he actually introduced this bill just yesterday, I'm sorry, two days ago, um, as it relates to protecting children from performing uh, in bars that serve alcohol for adults. So um, that is on the docket, and we're very, very proud of Tim for doing the right thing. We're also proud of folks. Uh, there are two Democrats who are also supportive of this this bill. Uh, and then we have a good guy that's out here um, in the northern Ohio area by the name of uh, Nino Vitale, who was mm-hmm. also signed on. So got some good folks, and these are just decent individuals from both sides of the aisle who recognize the real need for this and introduce the bill. Well, so now the the bar owner uh, claimed he didn't know this was going to happen. Do you believe that? I don't believe it, and I'll tell you why. Um, you would have, you know, as a business owner, there are certainly some things that you're disconnected from, but I would suspect that performers in a bar would be something that you would know something about. And further to that point, uh, this child has been promoted, and the bar was promoting uh, that this child was going to be performing at J.D. Henderson. Now, mm-hmm. I talked to the bar owner myself, mm-hmm. and she claims that she was not able to tell that it was a child in the advertisements mm-hmm. and promotional materials based on the fact that he was so made up with wigs and makeup. Uh, To me, that that is an absolute cop-out, and I I suspect that that's the position that she was taking because things have started to blow up in a very negative way. It's, you know, you can't believe adults are doing this, except that this is what, where the so-called LGBTQ agenda takes you, is they start uh, messing with children uh, in all kinds of, not necessarily, although I believe there's a connection, um, sexually, uh, specifically sexually, but they they start putting them in sexual situations. They have no boundaries on this uh, so often, and that's one of the dangers of giving more rights, like through the Equality Act and so on. Do you see the same problem with that, Melissa? Well, I'll tell you, whenever I approach an issue like this, and and because I do come from such a diverse background, um, I actually have friends in the LGBTQT community who I pulled into this uh, entire debacle. One of them happened to be a gay man. He had a partner and and was a dancer in a unionized dance company. So he understands what professional dancing and performance looked like. Uh, I also reached out to members within the drag queen community who said, this has absolutely nothing to do uh, with the types of performance that we're involved with. And furthermore, we're adults. There's no place for any child to be performing in a bar, whether they're dressing up as a, a furry creature or they're, they're dressing up as the opposite sex. Why would anybody harness themselves onto this agenda uh, as to promote it? So I think that you have 
um, some reasonable individuals from all walks of life who recognize that this is inappropriate. However, I do believe that there are people of perversion uh, who are using this particular agenda along with the protections that come with it for this all-inclusive nature to where people are afraid to question what's right and what's wrong. Well, that's not one of those people. Right. That's the issue is that I, I don't uh, believe for a moment that that all people who are currently identifying as homosexual or who are gender confused are are um, believing that children should be corrupted. The problem is the, the the folks that are out there are they're a little squishy on this. I think their principles are generally um, malleable and they never speak out. It's like watch you find yeah. find a mo- moderate Muslim speaking out when no, it's the radicals that are that are driving it and it's going to drive our whole agenda. So this is why you don't allow this behavior. It's not people because no one's born this way. You don't allow this behavior to gain uh, new rights and that forces everyone to respect it because it ends up with children. This is always children. So we have these kids that are like, there's Desmond is amazing, was on Good Morning America, a, a boy, again, dr- dressing up as a, as, a, as a drag performer, and they were cheering this. You know, I, you know, I don't know. What, what is your thought about where America goes with this? Uh, Melissa, I mean, well, I'm we... going to be honest with you. I, I think that there, I mean, it's not, it's not a secret. We know whether it's through our institutions of higher learning or whether it's through the public schools, there's a definite design of indoctrination that, that's going on right now to normalize certain behaviors. And it's funny because you mentioned uh, moderate Muslims or you mentioned the Muslim uh, community. And uh, what the, the largest supporters that I actually had as it related to this child dancing came from uh, the Muslim community <laughs> in Columbus. Oh, this is a funny. community that I'm tied into along with, uh, again, I run a pretty diverse crowd, but where I was saying, hey, this is this is happening with children, and they were fine to speak out and to defend me. Now, the mm-hmm. scary thing of this is um, I actually had threats. Our house was under watch by the Union County Sheriff, uh, and we had the police at our house or the sheriff's office at our house because I was receiving so much pushback from, uh, it was like this sexual fetish community mm-hmm. and some members of the LGBTQT community who took this public approach to paint me with this broad-based paintbrush of Melissa Atkinson hates homosexuals, mm. Melissa Atkinson is an enemy to the LGBTQT community, um, and I had some very unlikely supporters come out publicly from that community, uh, as well as from the Muslim community, saying, we're conservatives in general when it comes to children. Keep your hands off of our children. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. You know, um, Melissa, there's uh, uh, recently Windermere Elementary School in Upper Arlington, it's here in central Ohio, uh, announced uh, 4 p.m. one afternoon that the first graders were going to, were going to in one class were going to be read a book on gender confusion. You know, it's called "Who Am I: The Kids' Guide to Gender Identity." I believe that's the title, and it was going to happen the next day, and there was no opt out. What do you think about you know the, giving this this idea of of just pushing this? and uh, identifying these children so young with this gender confusion. Yeah, so, I, you know, he, here's the deal, and I guess where I have to uh, push back on this is I, I knew about this story prior to you mentioning it, and I can't imagine or believe that any school official, administrator, or otherwise would believe that it's appropriate to not only not offer parents an opportunity to opt out and spring this on uh, young, formidable students, 
but um, that it would be appropriate in the first place to talk about a child transitioning into mm-hmm. the opposite sex. There's a lot of things that my sons wanted to be at that age. Yeah. A Jedi fighter was one of them. Mm-hmm. I had another son who would, you know, pretend to be a kitty cat and walk around meowing. Yes, This exactly. didn't mean that I was going to send him to school dressed in, you know, dressed as a cat and that everyone around us was going to pretend or somehow believe that this was the way things were going to be. And I feel the same way when it comes to the gender identity disorder. But a child at this age, if this is a choice that a parent is facilitating, there's not much I can do about that, okay? But what I can speak up is when you want the classroom and the populace to somehow start playing along with this. We're running. Okay. As as though there's no biological fact. We're running up against our clock. Uh, Melissa, we'll continue our uh, discussion with Melissa Ackeson Stay with us here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We'll be right back after this. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. The corruption of our children, it's a frequent theme here on Mission America Radio, and we're talking about it once again uh, today with Malika, M- yeah, Melissa Ackeson, who is a rising star in the political scene in Ohio. Uh, she's been uh, doing this for quite a while, but uh, recently some incidents have come forward that have made you quite a pundit on this. And Melissa was a Republican candidate for U.S. Senate for, uh, from Ohio uh, in 2018 as well. So we were talking before the break, Melissa, about the situation at Windermere Elementary School in the Upper Arlington Schools in in the Columbus suburbs. And I have to announce to people that we did hear that um, this uh, first grade class where parents were given a less than one day, less than 24 hours notice that a uh, book on gender confusion, uh, I call it, was going to be read to a first grade class because there's a boy in the class who is supposedly transitioning um, they backed down because parents did speak out. Uh, they gave three more days of delay, and they did allow an opt-out. So, Melissa, what do you have to say about the fact that people need to stand up and speak out? Well, here's what I'll say. A lot of times people refer to me with politics. I don't know if I'll ever run for a political office again because at the end of the day, your politicians and, and your uh, political pundits are not going to be the ones to resolve this issue for you. Uh, this comes down to parents standing up, fighting back, and saying what is acceptable and what is not in the learning environment. So it does my heart uh, complete satisfaction and happiness to know that the school began to back down once upset parents spoke out and said absolutely not. Because the, the whole agenda is this. They have pushed it so far left, and people are so afraid to speak out and speak up because they know that the retribution is going to be serious. Look at a circumstance as radical as what I experienced. I spoke out publicly because I had the platform to say, children's dancing in bars, it's not acceptable, it's not okay, we won't stand for it. That was somehow translated into Melissa Ackerson hates gays. And to, to do that to someone, to attack someone like that, you see why people have stood down. But now is not the time. This is a revolutionary time in our country. Your children are at stake. You brought them into this world. You need to stand up for them. You need to speak out. And you need to fight back. Yes, absolutely. And you probably experience this as well as I do because I've had death threats and my e- email and my phones are full sometimes of just 
awful stuff. These folks come and go. So if you can just withstand the heat for a week or two after standing up publicly, they'll go away. Uh, they're they're Absolutely. a wave of trolls. They just go and they and then they they'll go to somebody else. And uh, you know, so just just stand as the as the you know as Scripture says, you know, put on the full armor armor of God and having done all to stand. That's the biggest thing I keep thinking. Um, we have the sword of the spirit. That's the an aggressive tool to use because we know the word of God. But basically, we are to stand. We are to speak out and we are to stand and just um, keep going. Right. Absolutely. And groups like Ohio Value Voters are an excellent tool for the public to mm-hmm. harness and, yes. and get very involved even if very involved to you is getting on Facebook, looking up Ohio Value Voters, seeing kind of the legislative background and what the lobbyists are doing with that particular group to keep the public updated. And then it's up to you as a concerned citizen, a grandparent, an aunt, uncle, whomever, that if you don't believe this is okay and you want to protect children, start going to seminars, get yourself involved, get in the Word and study the Scripture. God tells us very specifically in the end times that these are the things that are going to happen. What's right is going to be wrong, what's wrong is going to be right, and it's up to us as individuals with how we are going to fight back against this. Absolutely. You know, um, I wanted to talk to you. We only have about three minutes left. Okay, so let's... uh... Uh, blast through this, but you went to Washington, and your um, issue was uh, the Obamacare issue. I believe that's why you were there. You met the president, and you had a real interesting situation that I'm going to just preface this a little bit with. I, one of the things I've covered, and many people will know this on Mission America, I've covered the um, occult and the spiritually dark influences that are gaining legitimacy in our culture, and one of the big things that... that uh, uh, propelled this forward 15 to 20 years ago was J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter series. I think it's a political a book. These are political books that put the occult uh, in the forefront and put uh, our anti-Christian at their basis. They teach people to reject Christian values um, as muggles. Those were in the book. Okay, so how do we connect those two? You went to Washington. Tell us what happened. Yeah, so this is this is almost it's actually a disgusting story. But when I came back from Washington, there were other families that were featured there with me. I still maintain contact with these folks. We have been back and forth to Washington on multiple occasions. So between social media, you know, contacts on the phone, et cetera, we got to know each other pretty well. And there was a family there last name Weir, and they had a child. His name was Monty, and he was uh, born with spina bifida, so he was bound to a wheelchair. And this is a great family, really funny mom, complete advocate for her son. And um, when we came home from our trip to Washington the following day, J.K. Rowling had posted what was an edited video that appeared that President Trump was almost dismissive of Monty, reaches over him, ignores him during a live press taping, which we were all standing there, and this was televised on live TV. It was a plea for for the House and the Senate to do something to Obamacare. So J.K. Rowling posts this edited version of a video that if you were to look at it, it does appear as if the president is almost being dismissive of this turnout. But again, it was an edited video uh, because the president couldn't have been more accepting to every one of our children who were there that day. There were a lot of hugs. Melania Trump spent time with Monty. Uh, the president himself spent time with the family, with our families. And so you see this woman who has immense control, millions of followers and children who paint a picture as though the president did not want to receive 
spina bifida and went out of his way to not touch this child, going as far as to post an edited video. So I ended up posting to show that that was not true, that I was there. And this ended up making it, you know, to national news where the mother of this child has to go on to the news and explain that J.K. Rowling is a liar. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Clinton gets involved. They're all championing this to make it seem as though the president hates the disabled children at that. Right, but he now, doesn't. Once they yeah. found out and they saw the real uh, footage, they still don't go back to correct yeah. their errors. So right. it was very evident to me that a, a, a an agenda was being used, cleared down to using lies and children with diseases to paint the president mm-hmm. in a bad light. All right. And this is happening over and over again. The And so uh, what I'm trying to say is that it's not just the sexual anarchist left, the communist left. Uh, it's the pagan and anti-Christian left that are painting us into this corner and uh, Melissa, I just appreciate you and you speaking out. We're running out of time here. Uh, give us a, a one or, or two websites quickly that we can find more about. Sure. You, you know, I'm, I'm most active on Facebook. Anybody okay. can find me. It's okay. A-C-K-I-S-O-N, Melissa Ackerson. Mm-hmm. I kept my old Senate page going, and you can see my schedule of events and what I'm doing around the state of Ohio and surrounding states. We look forward to as much help as we can get in activists okay. and grassroots energy. Okay. 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 Thanks so much. And Folks, stay up on these issues, get informed. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.